It is the summer, summer of 2020 as we are recording this. Lots going on in our world, to put it lightly. But in today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, EPP bonus episode number 304, we're going to take your mind away from all of the craziness that may be going on right now as you're listening to us at that point in time, or maybe somewhere down the road. Take you back to... Uh, ghost stories in the woods, you know, things that don't scare you, <laughs> which is quite a, a statement to make when when we escape our uh, our own reality with ghost stories. You know, it's always been an escape, but it used to be with the intent of trying to be scared. Now, in many cases, it almost feels comforting because it's uh, something that feels normal, something that we've been doing if you've been a listener to the program for some time, for a while. we got some great stories for you on today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. First story revolving around a summer camping trip. Teenagers out there having fun. A group of teenage girls getting together and thinking they're having a fun night out, camping by the river. They end up meeting up with some boys, going for a walk the next day, only to discover a lot of things that they remember from the night before are not exactly as they appear in their minds. Very creepy, creepy encounter that they had. Also, a woman plagued by a very vivid sleep paralysis experience or the black magic that her boyfriend was practicing still having an influence on the room that she's staying in. And then a large family moves into an old haunted house only to find that different spirits gravitate to different people in the house for different reasons. What are those reasons? Why are they there? What do they want? We'll try to figure some of that out. All those stories here in EPP bonus episode number 304 of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name is Tony Bruschi. Stay with us. Alternate Realities. It's a term that gets thrown around uh, quite a bit uh, in the world of the paranormal, but uh, it seems to be sometimes one of the only possible explanations for the strange occurrences that are happening. It's not just, oh, I heard a voice or I saw a strange apparition off in the distance. Sometimes it's things that are clear as day and you don't even realize there's anything paranormal happening until well after the fact. When you return to a specific spot and a building that was there the day before is gone. Where people that you were interacting with and having a relationship with are not there. They can't be found. They simply never existed according to those in the know in those areas. How do you explain such things? Sometimes we hear the term Mandela effect being thrown around. The Mandela effect is uh, that of our memories uh, collectively 
all seeming to point in one direction, but when we look at the factual history of what we all think we're recalling, that history is something very, very different. Why is this? How do these things happen? How can groups of people have memories of very specific events that they're able to recall in their minds in great detail? Different people, different places, and then turns out, no, that's not at all how it happened. That's more on a, uh, a big macro scale. On a micro scale, these things happen as well. Take, for instance, our next story. Some girls out camping in their teenage years. They meet some boys. They go for a late night walk to an island, only to discover the next day when they recount the experiences of what happened, everything in the seeming reality that they live in is very, very different. Take a listen. In the summer of 1980, I had just turned 14 years old. I was a country kid, and living out in the country allowed every country kid the freedom to run wild. Our backyard was 30 or 40 miles of wooded trails and riverbanks. We were home before dark. We had the long summer days of many adventures in the woods and cooling off with a swim in the river that ran close to where we lived. Every summer, living in the country also allowed you the freedom of camping almost every night during the summer months. We spent most of our time along the riverbanks, swimming, fishing, and camping. The summer of 1980 will stick with me for the rest of my life. The first week after school had let out for that summer, my cousins and I had already planned our first camping trip. My three cousins and I had a spot that we would pitch our tents for the next few nights, and it was right along the riverbank. It was a spot that the boys from school talked about, all the bonfires they had planned on having and fishing they'd be doing. And since myself and my three cousins were all close in age and all four of us girls at the age we were, we were all boy crazy that summer. So the camp spot was a perfect spot to meet up with the boys. Our parents had no clue about the boys that would hang around the spot on the river. So we had the whole week to party. We gathered our camping gear and headed to the river, found our spot and pitched our tents. We spent the first night sitting around the campfire giggling about boys and telling each other ghost stories. The next day was a hot one. By mid-afternoon, my cousins and I decided that it was time for a dip in the river to cool off. And that was about the time four boys showed up with fishing poles in hand. My oldest cousin was the bigger flirt of all of us, and it did not take her long to have one boy wrapped around her little finger. Around dusk, we had ended up around the campfire. We all took turns trying to scare each other with ghost stories. And as the night grew darker, my older cousin and her guy, along with myself and the guy I hooked up with, decided to take a walk along the river before it was too dark to see. The four of us walked along the riverbank when we noticed what looked like a small island, something no one had noticed before. This small island had a large rock in the center and a small tree. The four of us walked onto the island and sat for an hour or so. It became dark, so we decided it was time to head back to camp. The boys we were with talked about coming back to the island the next day, as it'd be a perfect spot for fishing. All four of the boys said, 
their good night to us girls when they walked back to their camp that was about a half mile upriver from us. My cousins and I went to bed and slept great that night, being out in the fresh air. The next morning, we expected to see the boys standing along the river fishing. However, when we woke up and looked for them, we saw no one. My older cousin and I walked down the river to the small island we had found the night before, expecting to find the boys there. When we came to the spot of the island, there was nothing there. No island. No boys. Walking back to our camp, my cousin and I were confused about the disappearance of the island and why the boys had not come back as promised. By the time we returned to our camp, my other two cousins were awake. We told them about the island we had found the night before and how we sat there with the boys. My other two cousins just sat and looked at my older cousin and I like we were crazy. They told us that there was no boys who had been at our camp the night before or did my older cousin and I take any walks that night. They told us both that all we did the night before was sat around the fire telling ghost stories and then we all went to bed. That's going to wrap up the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Do they ever find out anything sensible as to what happened the night before? We'll dive deeper into this story, plus a woman plagued by a very vivid sleep paralysis experience, or was it something much darker than that? The black magic that her boyfriend was practicing, still having an influence on their environment. Then a large family moves into an old haunted house, finding out that different spirits who live in the house like each and every one of them for different reasons. Dislike may be the operative word as well. All of that and more when you become an extra podcast person, a supporter of our program, you get access to our full archive of EPP episodes in their entirety, all 304 of them. You also get access to our regular episodes weeks before they're released to the public, all those commercial free as well for EPP members. You also get access to our ebook, our audiobook. That right there, a $30 value. Both of those retail about 15 bucks a piece on Amazon or Audible. You get those uh, included for $5 a month when you become an extra podcast person at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash ghost stories please consider signing up and uh, binging away in all of our content uh, and helping support this program and allowing us to stay on the air until next time for real ghost stories online i'm tony bruski thanks for listening
Thank you.